Okay, good morning. Welcome back. Uh, today is Wednesday, May 10, already the middle of May, fifth month, and, um, you know, for those of us who are sensitive to it, uh, I think we feel, many feel, time is going faster than it was going faster a year ago. <laughs> uh, the uh, acceleration is accelerating, or something like that. Uh, I regularly, personally, I'm on vacation, sort of, but working in Thailand, in the north. Uh, regularly, I have to check my diary book, because I don't have a cell phone. Uh, that's my only calendar. So I have to regularly check my calendar, diary book, to figure out what day it is, and like make sure I remember it. <laughs> <clears throat> because um, the days are um, blending into one another. So uh, today I want to talk about, as a follow-up in a sense to my um, talking with the Toto group, um, the Temple of the Open, uh, Temple of the Open Heart, with Aaron and BJ and the group, um, where they're asking, they were asking about practices to live the law of one, or practices given in the raw material. And my point was that um, primarily Ra, I think, gives us metaphysical principles, principles of soul evolution for the individual, and the divine plan, cosmic plan, logoic plan associated with the evolution of souls on two paths. So individual and collective evolution, uh, multi-dimensional, multi, you know, soul evolution, cosmic plan, um, all material that we may know pretty well, uh, but how, um, how to apply it here? Well, uh, to some degree, we're already applying some of those principles. Uh, in terms of practices, when Ra talked about uh, particularly the healing and initiation of mind, when you find uh, impatience, find the corresponding patience. And this um, vectors into or is very much in a common ground with Buddhism and other traditions, uh, talking about uh, purifying mind states purifying mind, right? Like Dhammapada 183, I believe. Uh, avoidance of all evil, cultivation of all good, and purification of mind as the summation of a Buddhist path or actually also evolution path. Don't, don't get into, don't, don't continue with what's harmful. Develop all that's helpful and purify mind thereby and to then the further purification. Um, uh, adi adipanna, <laughs> uh, going beyond uh, just wisdom in terms of how to live well and be continue learning, growing, helping. Uh, but beyond that, into existential insights or insights into nature of uh, mind and so-called self and uh, fashioning or formation of uh, dukkha or stress. Dot dot dot. So that, as a higher wisdom, follows upon the more mundane wisdom of living well. <laughs> living well in this world is considered mundane wisdom, even though, I mean, from a Buddhist view, even though it's quite useful. <laughs> so then we have in Hinduism the phrase uh, shanti, 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 right? In the yoga community and the asanas with the shanti, shanti, shanti. Well, there's a basis to that mantra, and there's, um, there's a tie-in to Dhammapada 184, which I've talked about before, uh, about kanti titika, meaning patient endurance, or patience as the foremost uh, austerity, right? Kanti paramam tapo titika, as a some way of saying uh, a portion of Dhammapada 183. I'll send the link here for you. So I'm working from the Wikipedia page on Shanti, which um, mainly 
takes from the Buddhist, but uh, this is just the Buddhist approach to patience. And so when Ra says, find the corresponding patience, <laughs> I mean, that could be a discussion for many hours. And people should understand that it's actually not easy to understand, it's not easy to understand deep teachings or um, most of our understanding is elementary and introductory or uh, beginning and intermediate, meaning there's much more deep understanding needed or, val or, or possible and valuable. So from Wikipedia, so what I'm trying to do here before I get into that is to set the stage a little bit. Uh, this is not a uh, very strictly linear presentation. I will go back and forth between the Wikipedia page and another page from the Dear Wisdom Library on the word Shanti, uh, Shanti Shanti Shanti, but particularly from the Sanskrit, the Sanskrit etymology, <laughs> the page on Wisdom Library, if you look at it, it says Shanti, Santi, Santi, Shanti, Samti, Sam, Shanti, 39 definitions. And so it's a word with multiple <laughs> variations that is actually very important in the Veda, in, in yogic uh, practice, practice of yoga uh, in daily life as well as Buddhist practice, as well as, uh, you know, any, any Christian view of virtue. Obviously, patience is considered important. What, how do we get to patience? You don't just, just find it. Well, or if you find it, it's not a matter of uh, putting your hand into, into a bag and pulling out the right shape. It's actually becoming deeply familiar with a patient or peaceful mind. And so uh, what I want to show from today is um, the practice, you know, how to practice the law of one, well, or live the law of one. Um, the Buddhist and Hindu understanding of patience informs very helpfully Ra's um, beginning level teaching, beginning but very, very deep, or Ra's very deep teaching that we normally understand in a very superficial way of finding the corresponding patience. And finding corresponding patience, it's all about uh, from, from anger to peace. <laughs> and that's a big piece of work in the world today. Um, I got an email from somebody who's interested in counseling or talking or something. He's talking about uh, increasingly disgusted with the people around him or society. Yeah, I feel just the same. Uh, coming to Thailand, even though Thai people are generally, I mean, I, I, it's sort of like, I, I only, I generally only meet decent people or the people that connect with me are good and decent, same in Taiwan. Yet then there's the, the amorphous mass of the drivers on the road and the, uh, people who can't keep their electricity running and <laughs> this that and the other thing of not knowing they don't know and you know very various uh, insufficiencies inadequacies dot 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 so i'm very much a, a, a version type personality and yet um we are here in the end times and we should expect more trouble and more shocking behavior. They, they, in some sense, uh, uh, <clears throat> the, the consciousness of 3D repeating will reveal itself in all its glory, in all its splendor, splendorous, splendorous distortion uh, will be increasingly revealed of 3D individual and collective consciousness or co individual collective consciousness of people here. And uh, this is not to say I'm better than you or they're, we're better than them or anyone's better than anyone. Of course not. But there are qualities of mind that are <laughs> uh, uh, that lead to long-term welfare and benefit and those that don't. Or there are uh, 
there's there's the way to develop a, a beautiful, loving, abundant world civilization, and there's what we have here today, and it's very far from that. And so we may be right often in recognizing distortion and injustice and stupidity and wickedness and um, intolerance and rigidity and dogmatic dogmatic you know intolerance dogmatism dot, 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 opinionatedness and blame and everything and we can fall into it too and should we not talk about it there'd be people who blame the blamers and say you shouldn't be talking that way maybe I shouldn't maybe at a higher level of development I wouldn't Nichinanda didn't but you know um, I think the best way to to get there is to finish here and I can't really finish here until I give um, voice to the personal experience here here doesn't mean Thailand it means here in the present moment and here in the present moment Frankly, a lot of spiritual people suppress a lot of aversion. <laughs> Here in the present moment in the world today, um, I wouldn't go to a lot of spiritual leaders for guidance and help. It would weary me simply to explain enough for them to get up to speed, whatever my issue or consider consideration is. So, uh, there'll be people complaining <laughs> at the one matter that they don't like and dismiss um, the other, all the other points that are really valuable. So, you know, the, there's a saying, I don't know where it comes from, the poor will always be with us. Well, the complainers will always be with us in this world. And there are a lot of people who complain because, um, you know, me, am I complaining a lot? I don't know. Could be? Not be? Should I shut up and do meditation? I don't know. Maybe. But it's, it's good to get stuff out so long as that doesn't lead to further attachment. It's good to experience all things desired, as Ross said, so long as we don't get trapped in harmful desire or dysfunctional patterns of making conflict, dot, dot, dot. How can we know? <laughs> we don't know until we try, actually, and then commonly we fall and then we have to pick up and find a new way. Uh, but in many cases, where we fall is that we can't find any patience or peace of mind in the face of what we don't like, uh, or what's painful, or others' anger, or stupidity, or incompetence. There is that, you know. There is inability, and it's emotionally called stupidity <laughs> by emotionalism. Uh, mine and yours, we call incapacity stupidity. Uh, surely one who thinks they can and cannot is mistaken. Or one who simply cannot, or when we cannot, um, we have inability. We don't have ability. If we think we do, it's called self-deception or folly. And so... Mm, there'll be many, 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 many countless <laughs> uh, bases or, or forms of catalyst that trigger um, aversion. That's called impatience. And impatience as a form of aversion. It's one derivative of anger. Finding corresponding patience. Well, what I'm going to do is look into the etymology, the, the vast range of... Um, Sanskrit meanings of the word shanti and the Buddhist approach or a Buddhist perspective on it uh, to fill out, flesh out, to more fully fill um, our heart, mind with understanding of what just what it means or how it is that one may find the corresponding patience. How to find it? Well, it's in many ways the result of increasing familiarity with it. You, you, in Thailand, uh, the roads are uh, signed horribly. Signage is uh, very incompetent here. Everybody knows. Lots of people going, making on the side of the road, trying to figure out what's going on. And so, uh, the the signage um, of, uh, of, a, of, a, of 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 a 
location of a destination we're trying to find um, is not important when we have familiarity with the, with it. When we're familiar with the route, we need not the signs. And so when we're familiar with the route that arrives at or secures or moves the mind into return to uh, equanimity or uh, corresponding patience, then we'll, we'll come back to it more readily the next time. So you don't need the sign when you know the route. You know the route when it's become familiar when you've done it. The more you do it, the easier or more, the smoother, the, the friction, the, more, the less friction in the um, transformation to that mind state. So, okay, starting from Wikipedia, it's not a bad page on this. In fact, I really, you know, I could go for hours and hours on in a Wikipedia page in many cases on these um, metaphysical, you know, spiritual path path concepts. So it's very useful. The key is going deeper, going beyond mere superficial familiarity to a deeper knowing of of the you know what each concept means. It's, it's variations, it's applications, or how we apply it. Uh, so here, <laughs> from Wikipedia, Shanti, Sanskrit, K-S-A-N-T-I, or Kanti in Pali, is patience, forbearance, forgiveness. It's considered a paramita, or one of the perfections in Theravada and Mahayana. So patience, forbearance, forgiveness... There is a intrinsic, as I said before, in this, in the this is a follow up to the previous talk on this. There is a uh, sort of presumed um, need, the presumed uh, experience of bearing with something involved or intrinsic to patience. Patience is a sort of waiting, peacefully waiting for, calm abiding, <laughs> like calm abiding until the storm passes. Patiently, I patiently await the day. I patiently await the cessation of the catalyst that's uh, triggering my distortion towards aversion, anger, impatience. So there is a forbearance that's very intrinsic, very, very important to it. And that's where Gautama was, or the early Buddhists were actually focusing is Patience in response to assault and unfair treatment. Basically, cultivating patience, kanti, as a response to harm inbound, uh, wrong speech, wrong action by other coming at us. And so, examples goes on. Examples in Pali Canon identify forbearance in response, using forbearance in response to others' anger, cuckolding, torture, and even fatal assault. So we're talking about uh, particularly physical assault. Now today, there's also verbal assault, or there's uh, much more common uh, people verbally assaulting each other, certainly online. And then there's just... Um, you, the evil we cannot stop, the stupidity or the ignorance we cannot that that has no interest in in shining a light upon itself, the presumed uh, expertise, the presumed finality, the the finality of many people's opinions. This is just who I am. That's just the way it is. I know it's like this. Oh, that that's that. Uh-huh, that's that. And and I have to put it in my own words, and not yours, it's mine. So there's a whole lot of territoriality to, what, to belief, to personal belief. People feeling devastated by cognitive dissonance, uh, feeling wounded by criticism of their ideas. And we do it naturally when we say you're wrong. Actually, what we really mean is that idea is mistaken, and you are mistaken and wrong, wrongly directed to presume it's true. You are wrong in believing it's true, because it is not true, and it, believing it's true is wrong or a mistake. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't even know if there are that many people who could dialogue about this with each other or with the other. With certainly during when you're talking to to intellectual arrogance or or dogma, dogmatism, intolerance or inflexibility, there's not much talking. Now, and you'll see that that the Buddhist, you know, early Buddhism is not mamby pamby. Um, it, it's not snowflake spirituality. So, Dhammapada verses, and boom, uh, kanti, patience, patient endurance, is the first word of what's called the Ovada Pakimoka, Patimoka Gata. Gata is like a song or a verse. Uh, and that's called Patimoka Exhortation Verse. Uh, and that's from Dhammapada 184, right after 183. Uh, kanti paramam tapo titika, patient endurance is the foremost austerity. It's like saying harmlessness is the highest yoga. Uh, ahimsa uh, param yog. Ahimsa param yog, meaning ahimsa is the greatest yoga. Uh, harmlessness. Likewise, patient endurance, which is very much associated with harmlessness. Uh, as a as an austerity. Then it goes on, Nibanam Paramam Vadanti Buddha, meaning unbinding is the foremost, so say the awakened. This is from Tanasaro's translation. From Tanasaro's translation of a um, um, Thai, Thai Pali text, meaning a certain Thai order of monks. So, unbinding is the foremost, or nirvana, nibban. He who injures another is no contemplative. He who mistreats another is no monk. Uh, what I want to look at is down the page, there's a story in Samyutta Nikaya. The Buddha tells of an ancient battle between devas and asuras. I guess this is in fourth density or on the astral during which devas were victorious and the Ashura king Vipachiti 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 was captured and imprisoned <laughs> so they imprisoned uh, an Orion uh, uh, lieutenant so the Ashura king how much of a king I don't know I don't think he was a 4D negative top but this Ashura king Vipachiti was captured and imprisoned, and then when the Deva Lord Saka, Sakya, uh, visited Vipachiti in prison, he was, uh, Vipachiti, uh, quote, abused and reviled him with rude, harsh words, to which Saka did not respond in kind. That's the way negatives are. And, and people are <laughs> depolarizing and um, glamorizing negative patterns of behavior in this world today they've normalized all sorts of harmfulness. Bad is good. Cool is um, desirable. Uh, sick, for some younger fellows. Sick, man, it's sick, means good. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's the uh, full, full travel from bad... Yo, man, yo, bad, meaning good, <laughs> to sick, meaning best. So when bad is good, then sick is best. <laughs> this is the world we're living in. This is not a little thing. <laughs> because uh, this is influencing weaker minds. This... Um, Reversal. This is a you know Satanism, demoralization agenda, co cultural subversion, cultural engineering, brainwashing, <laughs> the oblivion agenda. Uh, initially, bad become the word bad becomes good, and then sick equals best. Yeah, they want people to be sick and and weak and dumb and stupid and die quietly, um, that really is happening. <laughs> so that's another form of assault, living in an assaultive 
and assaulting human collective. Now, the people that in front of me don't assault me. Hmm. The assault is at the mental level when they turn on their TV <laughs> or when they uh, turn on their device. Then the assault begins. It's electromagnetic. It's um, uh, meant at the level of mind and um, electromagnetic system, particularly. It's not clubbing people. It's clubbing mind and spirit uh, into um, impotence, into incapacity. So then Shaka visits Vipachiti, who is this Deva king, or Ashura king, meaning he's Orion, an Orion uh, uh, subordinate. He abused him and reviled. So the, the Ashura is uh, true to his form and curses out the, the Deva for putting him in prison after they lose the battle, where, where, what's the battle? The battle's about the, the negatives, the, the Ashura's seeking to dominate and control and take more of something or other. <laughs> I just watched another Zatoichi last night, I think it was number four, on the road. Uh, you know, negatives do negative. That's it. They just, uh, they want to take your stuff and if you fight them they blame you for fighting them <laughs> they hate you for fighting them and they want to kill you for fighting them in the in Zaptoichi uh, because you won't let them take what they get what they want but you're they consider you the problem after they initiate hostility to to steal what you have but they're angry at you for either uh, subduing them or not 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 surrendering or submitting to them right so <laughs> you come and say uh, give me your house and I say no and they say I hate you you're so terrible now I'm gonna kill you you know the logos must there must be some I, I think it's a little bit like matter antimatter um, the, the the negatives here, the negative path is sort of like anti-logos. And the logos is interested in anti-logos. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, <laughs> after Vipachati abuses him, Saka doesn't respond. Afterwards, Saka's charioteer questioned Saka about this, meaning the god, you know, the deva, Saka and his charioteer, his helper, expressing concern that some would see Saka's response as indicative of fear or weakness. Saka replied, and this is a translation from Bikubodi, so better than most at least. Uh, Saka's reply, it is neither through fear nor weakness that I am patient with Vipachiti. And that's Shanti. How can a wise person like me engage in combat with a fool? Of goals that culminate in one's own good, none is found better than patience. One who repay, repays an angry man with anger thereby makes things worse for himself. Not repaying an angry man with anger, one wins a battle hard to win. He practices for the welfare of both his own, and the others, when, knowing that his foe is angry, he mindfully maintains his peace. When he achieves the cure of both, his own and the others, the people who consider him a fool are unskilled in the Dhamma. So when he achieves the cure of both, or he mindfully maintains his peace, by that he is indeed practicing for the welfare of both, his own and others, but... Even if he, uh, you see, uh, he, he, no matter what the result, and I'll talk about that in a moment, the final line here, the final verse here is useful. The people who consider him a fool are unskilled in the Dhamma. How can a wise person like me engage in combat with a fool? Ah, so early Buddhism was a little too strict for later Buddhism. Or um, 
some aspects, or maybe it would just say that uh, there's a certain strictness in Buddhism that um, is very useful, even though I, uh, one should be careful with it. And this is not uh, sweetie pie land. Uh, he's saying this is from, you know, where is this? Uh, in Samyutta Nikaya, okay. So it's somewhere in Samyutta Nikaya. Is it, you know, a story? It might be a story, meaning it's uh, not thus have I heard. But uh, this perspective where, I mean, their perspective was that it's not wrong speech or anger, hatred, to call certain person a fool. <laughs> he says, how can a wise person like me engage in combat with a fool? I mean, I don't think Gautama or anybody that I look up to would walk around saying, I'm, I'm a wise person. In general, that just you don't see that. And the people who say, I'm a wise person, generally are trying to get something from you. <laughs> That's why they're puff puffing themselves up. They want something. But, uh, to say uh, the, the early Buddhism didn't shy away from uh, calling a fool a fool or using such hard language. And there's, I think there's some wisdom to it. So, but the final line, the people who consider him a fool are unskilled in the Dhamma. So it's, <laughs> he's saying that, that, that the people like Vipachati who revile and abuse are fools. And logic uh, means nothing. Reason means nothing. Who's right or wrong? What's right or wrong? What's true or false doesn't mean anything. When the guy is enraged that he's imprisoned, he doesn't, it means nothing to him that the reason he's imprisoned is because he was trying to steal something or kill people. That's f not a problem for that person. That's not, <laughs> that's not considered grounds, uh, reasonable grounds for, uh, for him to be refused. It, it, it's a certain kind of strange point here. Uh, there's a certain self-righteousness to, to, fool, to foolish, to folly and evil. Evil and folly um, has a certain kind of irrationality to it uh, commonly now maybe at a higher level they're they're brilliant in certain ways or they're very aware of both sides but commonly uh, they their value system or logical system the system of logic <laughs> such as it is in those that are serves to self and those that are below the threshold of a certain kind of mental development they can't think straight. They, they're young in mind, you say. This is a very important phrase. Young in mind means these are souls that don't have a lot of experience using the mind complex. The soul, 3D souls in general, and 3D repeating souls particularly, are young and new to the usage of mind. Therefore, uh, those who are negatively oriented maintaining certain blockages all along or all the all the way through third density even if they harvest a 40 negative uh, feel it unfair or feel that it's unjust that you stop me from taking what I want I want to steal I want to uh, you know rape and plunder and pillage and if the person stops tries to stop it you're wrong for stopping me you're bad to stop me, but I'm right to be this way. <laughs> my sin, so-called, you know, my sin is virtue, and your virtue is sin. Like that. Uh, serves the self is virtue, and uh, protection of the beloved is sin. Uh -huh. Something akin to that. Uh, I should, I deserve to take... Uh, I deserve to have all I desire because I'm superior. Something like this. Uh, so anyway, uh, just note, I note that 
Saka uh, indicates that this Ashura is a fool and uh, indicate that fools like this Ashura, Vipachati, consider those who are skilled in the Dhamma to be fools. (laughs) A whole part of the, the wounding on earth that we must heal that is very deep mind and will only be done in the after death phase, I believe, is some of is associated with um, logical contradictions or contradictions in of logic or reality um, that we that we've been conditioned to uh, use as filters to make sense of life that are distortions and mistakes and need to be removed. We have certain presumptions that we are nowhere conscious of, um, that are the opposite of how of reality. <laughs> so, in a negatively oriented system, uh, what's commonly called sin is um, considered virtue, and thus what's considered virtue is considered folly. So, the deva, the the ashura vipassati, considers the deva to be a fool. The people who consider him a fool are unskilled in the Dhamma. And so, it's not maybe difficult for Saka to not reply to Vipachati with similar reviling or abuse, verbal wrong, you know, wrong speech, or, uh, harsh speech, malicious speech. Uh, and that, that may be easy for him. He has to go back to his... <laughs> he leaves the dungeon... So goes the story, right? Leaves the dungeon, goes back to the palace. Things are fine. But in this world, we've got a whole lot of uh, catalysts of the form of people upside down thinking we're upside down. (laughs) Fools considering us fools. Ignorance considering us ignorant. Uh, Fools considering wisdom folly. I mean, this is real. <laughs> this is really happening. And it may be, you know, I don't have uh, bad encounters with people because they don't go that deep. And we certainly don't get philosophical most of the time. I'm talking about people in daily life, uh, shopkeepers or cab driver or restaurant people or something, something. But I do, I frankly do see a deterioration <laughs> of intellect. So... Okay, so this is an important point, and then I want to go to the Sanskrit. Uh, and I'm able to, uh, we're at 37 minutes here. So the, one of the takeaways here is that the, the world view of a distorted person, or the, the world view of a person who hasn't done much work in, in self-development, learning, growing, helping, seeking to clarify their own process where they're making trouble for self and other, where there be a clear understanding of virtue and vice, of what's helpful and harmful, seeking to develop themselves in, in the good and the true and the beautiful. Nearly nobody thinks that way. Nearly nobody in this world. Nearly nobody. Including people who say they are. Maybe particularly people who say they are. All right. So in a world where very few people really, actually, truly are serious about appreciating even, and let alone cultivating, good, true, beautiful, goodness and truth and honesty and discernment and and beauty, harmony, peace, well-being for all, awareness of glory, uh, where, where people are not that way, their truth is folly, commonly. And we've internalized a whole lot of their views or their presumptions, and we don't know it. Anyway, when we go to Wisdom Library page, the 39 definitions of Shanti in the Sanskrit section is very long. (laughs) Just from the Sanskrit, what's called Practical Sanskrit English Dictionary, which is the first of several sources in just the Sanskrit, um, exposition of the word. So there's exposition in Pali and Marathi and Kannada, 
Kannada or uh, Hindi, Prakrit. So, okay. Uh, this word has many, many meanings. And to simply say it's just patience or uh, patient forbearance uh, is not enough. It, it's to help us understand just what patience is, to become more familiar with the route, to find it, the corresponding patience. Uh, we may find something useful in this, in the multiple definitions and then the etymology of the word uh, shanti or kanti. Kanti is Pali, shanti, santi is Sanskrit, and prakrit. Uh, we may find some use here. Interestingly, uh, many of the definitions of shanti in its various forms have to do with stopping. Okay, so from Practical Sanskrit English Dictionary, uh, DDSA, whatever that is, down the page, definitions of shanti, pacification, allayment, alleviation, removal, tranquility, quiet, ease, rest, repose, calmness, cessation of hostility, patient, patient endurance, represents a cessation of our inner conflict, of inner struggle with the um, outer reality or phenomenon that we don't like or is associated with some pain or frustration of our desire. Uh, there's a cessation of inner and outer hostility or inner and outer conflict and aggression. Cessation or stop, definition four. Cessation of distortion, <laughs> which is a cessation of, you know, meeting the um, the angry, foolish. Oh, oh, oh! Many creatures. These are certain kind of hens or fowl, fowl creatures, as they say. Uh, meeting uh, vipachati the imprisoned, angry uh, Ashura uh, lieutenant uh, who thinks that it's his right to, to kill and plunder freely. Uh, meeting him with Kanti or Shanti um, is due to the cessation of, of conflict or even, you know, uh, akusala dhamma in the mind of Saka um, who's uh, being reviled and so that that element of description of explanation uh, cessation or stop there is a relative stoppage um, in in the mind of equanimity for sure it's the stoppage of the previous proliferation of sankara arising of uh, thought and feeling. And there's the famous story of uh, some, it might have been Angulimala, somebody, a uh, highway robber, trying to uh, accost Gautama and said, you uh, mendicant, stop. And he keeps walking, you monk, stop. He keeps walking, you stop, I'll kill you. He keeps walking and says, Gautama keeps walking and says, I have stopped. And keeps walking. And so, stoppage of that which rightly should be stopped is a critical advanced teaching in Buddhism associated with the freedom from generating harmful karma or karmic, karmic uh, fresh karmic generation as well as uh, equanimity and patience. So other, other definitions, absence of passion, quietism, complete indifference to all worldly enjoyments, consolation, solace, settlement of differences, reconciliation. Uh, reconciliation, and the next one is satisfaction of hunger. So, shanti, 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 as um, uh, satiation. I'm satiated. I've, uh, I've eaten. Uh, do you need to eat? No, I've eaten. Are you angry? No, I've eaten. <laughs> Have you eaten, or, or are you angry at me? No, 
I'm I'm well nourished. And so this is not silliness actually because there is a certain heart nourishing needed to be in patience in the face of uh, being reviled or assaults um, more subtle at mental spiritual levels. Now of course if you're under electromagnetic attack you probably should move to a different country or a different location. That's another matter. But there's uh, being in and an increasingly aggressive social media space in I mean it you know it's like uh, some people say if you uh, want to cure that disease just turn off your TV uh, to some degree uh, we are over attached to a distorted dying civilization and uh, one should be very careful <laughs> with um, um, becoming down and out, uh, chronic down and out, like in uh, down and out in Paris and London, down and out in 3D end times, uh, because of the, or in association with the uh, degenerating mental, moral uh, culture uh, around us. We don't have to become down and out, and we don't have to get stuck in disgust. We can feel disgust or down and out. It wouldn't be useful to get stuck in it. And in some sense, the more there's familiarity with the route, <laughs> the route towards peace. I may actually speak to these fellows. Uh, you know what do you do? What do you do with uh, crude-minded animals? <laughs> you can talk to them and help move them along, but in general, one one sort of needs to just wait it out. So, but it isn't associated. You know, Saka wasn't saying I love Vipachiti. He's. Um, you know, another respect, he's another aspect of God, I see the Creator. Uh, I don't know if that's the right teaching all the time. <laughs> um, look at the one um, uh, doing harm and lying and cheating and uh, hating and destroying, see the Creator. Okay, that's the practice. Well, try that. Um, it's possible, but sometimes right action of some sort is also needed, or physical action of a different sort is needed. So, going on, <laughs> uh, quiet, tranquility, stoicism, absence of passion, indifference to objects of pleasure or pain. This is something I need a lot of work on. Uh, one can spend a lot of time uh, knowing what you want and trying to get it. Actually, it's better, I would think, to be more detached from wanting in general. I will pause. Alright, thank you for waiting. Uh, I had to chase away the helmeted guinea fowl. So, so sometimes, um, you know, helmeted guinea fowl are not ashuras or service of self. They're just being <laughs> loud as they uh, follow their nature. But uh, I chased them away with my uh, imitation of uh, Arabic. And so that, that took them by surprise. So, you know, is that right action? Should I have sat in meditation? You know, this whole thing about what should I do? One thing in the group, somebody asked me this or that, and I said, you know, you should really be careful about people telling you how to do your own soul evolution. Uh, because the way I can move to patience, <laughs> my process of finding the corresponding patience is different than yours, and it might not, it might uh, not, not, look the same at all 
Uh, it might work, it might not work, but what does work for me may not work for you and what works for you may not work for me. This is very important and that's why people, better than just taking a practice uh, or only taking practice is uh, contemplating principles. And so that's what I'm doing here too. These multiple definitions of the word shanti or kanti in Pali uh, give us some famili increasing familiarity with the, this as a principle. The principle of, pace, of, of patient endurance or forbearance, tranquil tranquility, uh, peaceful mind. The, the, the attainment of that is not simply by rigid practice or mechanical practice like just follow breath and uh, trust the process, but contemplation of principles. And so other principles here or other definitions of shanti, good fortune, auspiciousness, rest, repose, alleviation. And then of course all these, these rites and rituals and ceremonies performed to avert harm. So <laughs> peace, shanti as both the practice and the attainment of peace, the practice leading to and the experience itself of peace. Uh, peace as a cessation of hostilities internally, as a, a somewhat in, a, a cultivated indifference to pleasure and pain. I mean, it, there's got to be some kind of detachment from uh, being thrown strongly, physically or emotionally, by pain and pleasure, both. Uh, going too far up, we will go too far down. Uh, one can live in the mid-zone of well-being without suppression. <laughs> but that takes a bit of work, too. And so, some people suppress and imagine they're peaceful but when certain catalyst occurs, they get very upset and it shows it was a very conditional equanimity or peaceful. So other definitions, interestingly, down the line of, of Shanti, um, preservation, um, absolution from blame, blamelessness, peace is blameless, uh, or tranquility or patience in being calmly, calm abiding as patience, peaceful abiding as patience, is blameless. It's also a, a name of Durga. Durga is like a wrathful deity or something. And uh, destruction, end or death. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> the peace that, that um, uh, not only passes all understanding or is un is incomprehensible even, but actually um, represents the, the, the death of death, <laughs> the ending of struggle, the ending of arising, persisting, passing away, the, the, a temporary suspension of impermanence or a reduction of arising uh, thoughts and feelings. So... Anyway, there are many um, interesting bases uh, to, the, uh, to the nature of, of the word shanti in Sanskrit uh, that have some, that may help us become more familiar with the route taken to find the corresponding patience or shanti or peace or forbearance uh, in various situations where we're triggered to aversion or anger or mm, being upset, we may know the way to freedom from conflict better and thus arrive there faster. This is very important, actually. From Marathi language, uh, etymology, description of meaning of Santi, also very interesting, composing, quieting, appeasing, uh, tranquilized or appeasedness. Appeased sort of means got what got what you needed. Yeah, uh, I appease 
the tyrant by uh, giving another parcel of land. <laughs> These people are such dogs, you know? <laughs> they just say, it's mine! It's mine! Like a dog. <laughs> like a dog. Like a dog peeing and saying, it's mine! It's so low. It's such... Yeah. Creator wants to experience the uh, anti-logos. What can I say? So, <laughs> but, but... The <laughs> that <laughs> presuming itself noble, ye <laughs> that which lusts for territory, why? It's just a mental thing. It's just a game. It's just in the mind. That all this is my. You know, someday all this will be yours. And then the line is what the curtains. Uh, that's silly, but actually it ain't silly that the top of the negatives, they lust for territory. <laughs> they lust, I mean, they lust for things that we think are stupid. I think are stupid. I want all this territory. What are you going to do with it? I do whatever I want with it. It's mine. It's, it's basically... You see, the negative, the, the positive path and negative path, and maybe I'll end on this because I can't go around and around. The, the positive path is um, returning to infinity by way of um, eliminating falsehood. The, po the negative path um, approaches infinity. It really just only goes to unity, to extensity. Uh, but its approach to the mountain summit um, which ends uh, several steps down from the summit, but is pretty darn close anyway, is um, to amplify the false. <laughs> to, to grow the false atta, the, the conceit, the, uh, <laughs> the folly of identity, the folly of selfhood. The folly of knowing. All these uh, forms of maya that are sunya are grown and grown or experienced in bigger and bigger, more dramatic ways as the negative entity evolves uh, towards six. And then they realize, oh, <laughs> it's all fake. And um, actually, um, I've been lying to myself all along. And then they may continue evolving but the the on the positive path we're really seeking to to drop all that is unnecessary and on the negative path they're basically amplifying and um, expanding further their experience of the illusionary and of pain <laughs> so they're growing daily in pain and ignorance and power so they're growing in power by way of amplifying pain and ignorance. And the positively oriented person grows in power by releasing the false and unnecessary. And that's done by way of balancing. Balancing is not the goal. Balancing is a means to the goal. Because balancing presumes relational, relationality. The balance of this and that. Well, in unity there is no this and that, there's just this. Or just such. Tat. So, uh, they're very different. And some part, I would just end here with some part of the basis of our familiarity with coming to patience or peace or tranquility or santi in this time, in this world, with the people as they are, um, is accepting that um, their view of reality is in many ways um, opposite and a reversal of ours. And they think that they're correct. They, the they. Who's the they? The they that is troublemaking for you in your life. Whatever that means. Now there's imagining trouble when there isn't, but there's getting real trouble. <laughs> when there's real trouble, and it's not our neurosis, um, generally the troublemaker, the aggressor, not necessarily serves the self, but 
those in the top of society are. But their view is normally antithetical and opposite and incompatible with ours. Incompatible perspectives. Incompatibility. And as we continue towards our departure here, whenever that will be, and the world continues towards the termination of 3D and dimensional shift, we're going to see more and more and more um, of this um, irreconcilability. So there's collective irredeemability. There's going to be increasing um, interpersonal irreconcilability. Nice big words, huh? So ir uh, interpersonal irreconcilability. Uh, don't underestimate it. So anyway, that'll be it for today. I hope that was interesting and useful. And uh, the helmeted guinea fowls have uh, taken leave. So take good care of yourselves. See you next time. I don't know when the next time will be. But anyway, whenever it is, take care. And um, take good care of yourselves. Good night.